There's been a lot of talk in the news and everyone, you see all the snow on the mountain, records are being broken, but there's consequences to all that moisture that we're getting. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Rising water tables, sump pumps, and what that means to Utah homeowners. Let's go. In the House is an Any Hour Services podcast geared towards helping homeowners maintain and repair their homes. I'm Mike Wilson, and today in the House, we have got Brady and Clint. Welcome, guys. Thanks for having yeah, us. Thanks for having us. Brady, uh, tell everyone listening a little bit about what you do for the company, how long you've been here. Why, why did we choose you to even be on the show? Yeah, so I've been working with Any Hour for about 10 years now. I started out originally in the excavation department, um, currently am the excavation plumbing install manager um, so my focus is all the plumbing inside uh, and mostly underground we're doing underground uh, drainage um, for sewer and for groundwater nice Clint I've been with any hour coming up on 10 years um, my background is in excavation anything outside the house below ground I currently am the excavation manager for nice. any hour so cool well, like I say, I appreciate you guys being on the show. Um, the There's been so much talk in the news. Uh, we've been getting lots of calls, lots of sump pump calls, lots of flooding issues in basements where it's not actually a backed up sewer. Like usually if we're thinking about, you know, flooding in the basement, you got a water heater that busted or a sewer that's backing up. But now we just got water coming up out of the ground and seeping into these basements. Tell us a little bit what's happening. Why is that happening? So, I mean, uh, uh, over the past few years in Utah, the water table has been quite low because of droughts and things like that. Um, with this winter, we've got a lot of extra snow. Um, and so that as the runoff comes down and melts, it causes that table to rise. And so in places where we didn't have issues before, that's why you're starting to see them now. We've got extra runoff and that table is starting to rise. And so that's where people that haven't had issues in the past are starting to have it now. So if you were going to explain what a water table is to someone that might not know what a water table is, how would you try and simply explain what it is? So when the water table rises, there's the saturation of the dirt underneath of us can't take any more water. So it, it comes up with the level of where it's, where it's rising to. Right. So if you were to if you were to go out in your yard and dig a hole, like back in the day when someone needed water, they would dig a well, right? Mm -hmm. And you would dig down until there was water in the bottom of that thing that would just naturally replenish the well. So you could dump a bucket, pull that water out, and there's just the water table, the level of the water underground. I guess that's a way to explain it is the level <laughs> of the water underground. Yeah. Right? And so so there's, there's different levels of water water tables depending on like what where how close you are to the lake mm -hmm. aquifers like just just the d condition of the soil just different soil. things like that yep soil is a huge one i know i hear a lot about water tables when it comes to building homes uh like you you need to know what the water table is so you know if you can have a basement how low the basement can be but i heard you guys talking the other day about how we've kind of been lulled into a false sense of like security as far as like where that water table is. Explain that to people, like how that pertains to homes that have been being built. 
Yeah, for a great example would be my home. So mine was built in 2013. I live in Lehigh. And when they originally built the home, they put in a sump pump pit um, and everything that you would need to, to utilize it, but never actually put in the, pit, the pump um, to get water out because at the time it just wasn't necessary, but they were planning for the future because of the you know, historic droughts and the, the low water table. So that for if the time came that started to rise, there was a way that if it came up to where it was the base, the level of my basement, there was a way to, to get that water out. So when they built your home, they knew that like, hey, we're in the water table is at a historic low and normally it's up higher and you would need a sump pump. Yep. But right now we're just going to dig the vault and put the system in with the trenches and all the pipes and stuff but you can put the pump in later when the water table starts to rise. Yep, yeah, when it's necessary. And it hasn't been necessary for the last seven years that we've been there. Um, you know, looking at it now, it's already got a few inches of water in the bottom of it. Mm, gotcha. So is this an issue? Like, that sounds like that that builder at least had the foresight to know that the water table in that area usually is higher. And so we need to put this system or at least the, the infrastructure of this system in place. Are there neighborhoods and things where they didn't do that? Like where they didn't like think far enough ahead or like, what are we experiencing? Oh, for sure. I mean, in general, you know, the builders are going to do exactly what they need to do. Right. And so a lot of it could be the cities based on where those subdivisions are being built it's at a requirement but there's definitely um i would say more than not that do not have a system Got in it. place so how how does someone know if they actually need to put some kind of system in place to mitigate this rising water table unfortunately it's usually after it's too late you have water coming in through cracks seeps um in the floor where do they notice it most clint like when like where are they going to notice that they've got some kind of seepage issue? So like Brady's saying, it's probably going to be in your slab in your basement in the floor, uh, whether that's in a crack in your slab or where the foundation was poured on top of your footing and then you've got your slab. Any of those, th that concrete doesn't make a watertight bond and water is going to fall with a path of least resistance, which groundwater levels, if they're rising, they're going to come up through the slab. Right. So if you've got this basement your basement is essentially like a big pump vault if if it, if you don't have one in place and so as the water table rises it's creating a lot of pressure and it's trying to get in to equalize you know the level of the water and so if if you're lucky enough to have an unfinished basement you can just go down and you can look for wet spots right um if you don't like do you like if you've got flooring and stuff are you just going to notice like do you does it usually happen in the corners? Like where can people go and check if they're trying to be proactive to see if they have an issue? I would definitely go to the corners of your home where the foundation wall is. That's where you'll probably see it first. So just walk around barefooted, see if you like feel wet carpet or different things like that. Yep. The, the uh, any low spot, I mean, every, every basement, I'm sure if you've lived in the home long enough, you'll know that as you're walking across it, there's little low spots. Those are the spots you're going to want to go to first. Um, and around the edges, if you have a walkout basement of some kind, um, it'll, it'll show up there as well. Gotcha. Do they only put sump pump systems in for homes that have basements or what, like what if you have a crawl space? 
It's anywhere. Yeah, there, there are several in crawl spaces as well. Um, a lot of crawl spaces, they utilize that space for some of the utilities. You'll have furnaces and things down there as well. Um, and so any any low part of your home is where the water is going to come up. And so several systems are also in crawl spaces as well. Um, with that, if, if you don't have any equipment down there, like do you have to worry about the water coming up in a crawl space or is that just like, eh? big deal or do you have to worry about mold growing like what what are the potential hazards if you've got a crawl space and no sump pump i guess it's really case by case on crawl spaces but if it comes up high enough to where it is touching the wood you know mold would be an issue for sure gotcha um yeah any anywhere that you don't want water you probably want a sump pump got it so i'm i'm thinking it, it sounds like there's a couple of different scenarios if you have an exit so i'm going to break it down into three if you've got a sump pump what what do people need to be doing right now to like does a sump pump get tested like how do you i mean do they go bad like tell me what people need to do you've got an existing sump pump you know you do what do they need to do to get ready for uh you know if the water table is going to rise i i would definitely if, if you've got a sump pump in a in a vault already inside your house and you're curious on whether it's working take a garden hose or a, a bucket and fill that basin up with water uh, typically most sump pumps in a home they'll, they'll have a float the float is what triggers the power to kick that pump on and off and fill that basin up with enough water to where that float is going to rise and test that pump to make sure that it is it is turning on and it is pumping the water out to wherever the location it is where it's discharging okay so what about the like when it pumps and it's like evacuating the water where does it where does it take that water and do you have issues so like if i if i hear you correct like put some water in that sump pump vault enough so that it kicks the pump on make sure that the water is being pumped out but where does it go do they need to check anything on that end to make sure that the water is actually coming out does that drain get clogged what what else do they need to do yeah, so the, the water needs to be going outside to where it's either in the gutter or if you've got um, like a culvert or something that's, that's taking rainwater is where this water needs to go. So any water that's pumped out of the basement cannot go into your sewer system. Why is that? So there's several reasons. Um, a big one is they don't want to treat all that extra water, right? So, um, and so it's a big issue for the plant. It'll overwhelm the plant as well. If every home in your base or in your neighborhood's pumping the same water out, um, you got, you know, you're going to overwhelm the system basically gotcha. is the biggest reason. Okay. So that's, that's option or not option. That's scenario one. You've got a pump, uh, and you want to just make sure that it's working. So that's, that's pretty straightforward. Um, how, how long does a sump pump last? Like, is there a, an age where it's like, okay, if your sump pumps over, 10 15 years old you definitely want to like get it serviced or i, I don't know what do, what do you do there so it's case by case in that depends on how hard your water is right if you got a lot of iron and a lot of other element or that's going to corrode the pump um the manufacturer warranty they're typically one to three years depending on where you bought it from and so that's what the manufacturer is going to say but at the end of the day it's how clean is your pump vault what kind of junk is getting sucked up into the pump um are going to be those factors and so you know you've we've had several seasons where it's never even turned on now that it's 
um, going to be running more than likely this year, it, it's probably a good option to either make sure it's running and running well or to just go ahead and replace it. Because in most people's cases at this point, they're probably well over than three years even. Gotcha. So if it's if it's really old and it's never been used, definitely go and, and test it. But um, is it that the parts just get seized up or it's mechanical and like it doesn't do it? So so at least have somebody come and check it out if uh, if you're not comfortable like doing that yourself. Absolutely. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, it's it's way easier to be proactive than reactive. You know, groundwater, it's there one minute and it's you know gone. Right. You know, so if you can get a, get ahead of it before it comes in your house, the better off you'll be. Yeah. So okay, so that's scenario one. You've got a pump, get it checked out. Scenario two is like you, Brady, where you've got a vault, but they never put the pump in. So do you, is there an easy way? Do they just go and take the lid off and it's just an empty hole and that's how they know if. Oh yeah. Yep. It's as simple as that. You look in there, um, you're going to have an extension cord coming out of it. So if nothing's coming out of it, you don't even have to take the lid off to know if it's there or not, but yeah, pop that open. Then there's no pump or not. So then that, in that scenario, you would just have somebody come out and install a pump. Yep. If you've got the vault down there, is there a good chance that you've got all of the rest of the like trenching and different things that feed into the vault? Like, should you have like the system in place? Like no one like just dug a hole, right? Um, I would love to say yes. In theory, they've got the system to go with it. And any new construction, typically they'll do a perimeter drain that goes all to that one spot. Um, it would be ideal to know that based off of plans potentially, or if it was a previous homeowner, you happen to still know if they knew. Um, but there are several systems that are just a low spot being a vault that just gets the water out and they're hoping that all the water comes to that one spot. Gotcha. Okay. So that's scenario two. You got a vault, but no pump. You can get a pump installed on that one. Third scenario, which we're seeing quite a bit of right now here in Utah, right, because of this rising water table, is you don't even have a sump pump, but you've got water coming up into the basement, which seems like a nightmare. <laughs> oh, yeah. So what what do you do in those situations? And there's two ways to go about it. I'll touch on the interior side of it. Um, you'd go to typically a utility room or a room where it's not going to be affected um, with this pump vault that's sitting in the corner, right? So more often than not, it's a, it's a utility room. Um, and if it's by an outside wall, you can just lift that water up and right out the side of the wall. Um, and that's if it's an isolated spot. If you've got water coming up on basically all four sides of the home, the ideal situation is to go ahead and, and take a trench out around the whole perimeter of the home um, funnel that water to the sump pump vault and then eject it from that point. That's probably the, the safest way to get all of the water out long-term. All right. So I guess my question is, do you, how deep do these trenches have to go? And, and so like, so if you don't have something, you go to wherever you're seeing the water and you jackhammer up the concrete, Correct. dig a hole, put the put the pit in is it just a hole or is there some kind of lining like a like a putting a bucket in like yeah so it's a it's a sump basin what we call it it's essentially a 18 inch around by roughly 22 inch deep bucket All right it's got a lid a lid with a seal on it that's where you're going to put the sump pump um, if you're just doing that pump vault that's all you have um, if you're doing a system that drains to that then that's where you're going to go ahead and trench 
through the concrete you're going to go on all, all those trenches you're going to go to bottom of footing ideally so we're talking 12 to 18 inches deep around the perimeter of the home funneling that with there's a perforated pipe inside of there and then gravel uh encased encases that to funnel the water into the sump pump to get it all out of the home okay so with so if you're just putting the the basin in in one spot does it have like holes in it so that the water like leaches in yep does the dirt also come in or are they like like really small holes where it's really just the water that's going to come in yeah they're fairly small holes you know they range from a quarter inch to three eighths but then outside of that you're you've got gravel and any dirt that we take out we're putting you know a buffer of three to six inches of gravel around it um trying to filter any of the silt and things down so we're getting pretty clean water that's getting ejected okay and clint i'm assuming that when you do the the version where you've got to like be trenching way down around the outside of the house that's where your team and stuff would come into play so tell me are you going around like i mean i guess you got a square house are you going like front back side to side like where are you like having to put these trenches how deep how wide like talk to me about how big a process this is so on the exterior of the house it's 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 a pretty big process to throw a a french drain system around the house with an ejector pump to pump the water out but uh, it's similar to the inside we would dig on the exterior of the foundation we would get um, at least a foot of gravel underneath the footing. And How far out from the house are you having to put this like system? So you got the house, like, I mean, you people put shrubbery and decks and all kinds of things. Like, are you having to like, so do all of that? So on a, on a standard home, the foundation, you know, is typically eight foot. Um, depending on eight how foot deep, eight foot deep in the ground, depending on how high that house is sitting out of the ground. Um, a lot of these homes were digging eight foot, eight foot, nine foot deep on the outside of the house. So we, we would have to open it up that wide enough to where we could keep any workers inside that trench safe, work inside of trench boxes, but we would dig below the footing. Uh, same with uh, the interior side, but we dig below the footing, put gravel in, put a perforated pipe all the way around the house uh, to wherever we're going to put our sump vault on the exterior of the home so that any water that comes up, it hits that gravel bed, runs through that pipe to the low point, which is that sump basin. And then from there, we lift it out to curb and gutter line or uh, a ditch, what whatever's there to pump it into. If you're doing this on the outside, do you put the pump vault outside or do you still have to place the pump vault inside and like have all of that stuff go to that vault? We'll, t- we'll typically put them on the outside of the house. If we're doing an uh, outside perimeter system, we'll put that pump vault on the outside, run power to that vault to where we can power that pump. And then that, that vault is typically a 30-inch mm. container with a lid on it to where you can get in there and have access to your pump and, and maintain it throughout the years. What determines whether someone needs to do uh, a new system, like a whole system inside versus outside? I'd say location and how much water is coming in. So some houses aren't going to see near the amount of water. Um, And then it comes down to impact that you want to take. I mean, if you've got a beautifully landscaped exterior, um, you might opt to go on the inside. And so each system is going to be similar. And And case by case, if you have to do a sump pump with just one side of the home, 
that could depend on maybe you're on a hill and you only have water hitting that one side maybe you get away without doing all four sides and so it's definitely case by case um, and it's it's wherever the water is coming up and you're kind of just chasing it basically gotcha um, I mean this sounds like it can get pretty involved like as far as like it's it's not just a you know dig a hole put a little pump in and run a garden hose out no nope, so not generally. like the the golden question I'm sure that everyone that like is faced with something like this like how much do systems like this cost yeah from if you have a, a vault you know you can be um, high hundreds to a thousand to get a pump replaced and serviced to you know if you're starting if you go from scratch you know we're talking five thousand to twenty five thousand wow i'm assuming those twenty five thousand like on that higher end that's where you're like doing these big huge exterior systems putting those big huge vaults in and so does somebody if somebody's not sure like i mean i'm I'm assuming you have guys on your team that like go out and assess the situation and like present people with some options and, and stuff like that before they have to just guess and make a decision, which is something they need. Right. Yeah. It's definitely case by case where how much water you're getting into your home, where it's coming up. If it's just isolated in one spot, you know, it, it, it would, it would vary on the situation that we see. So if somebody was getting ready to build a house is it something where even if like today they're like, ah, you don't have an issue with the water table. Do you feel like people should put in one of these French drain systems to just in case or like, you know, what, how do you weigh out? Like, should I incur that expense? It's, it's going to be way less disruptive to your life and probably more cost effective to do it in the building stage. But like, how do I, how do I decide like, is it worth that extra, you know, 20 grand that I'm going to invest on the front end on this system to not have to replace all my landscaping and have all this damage in the house? Like, where would you rank that? Let's say that, let's say you live, uh, obviously, if you live in an area where you're close to the lake or something like that, that's probably like, you know, money well spent. But let's say you're closer to the mountain and you're a little higher up. Like, is that something that someone should do regardless? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even being up on the hill, we've got several homes in Park City that we're doing systems in, and they're up on the hill already. Oh. So the runoff comes from when the snow melts, and that how much that melts and how fast depends on temperature uh, and location. So we've got, um, you know, as that water comes cascading down the hill, it's where are you, how long ago was your foundation excavated? Because that's, that's where the big problem comes in you've got undisturbed soil you go in and dig a foundation and you fluff up all that soil you're going to backfill around your home you got four feet of soil that even in a big rainstorm you're not going to raise the water table but you could still get water in your foundation because that water is going to percolate down through next to your home find those cracks and comes in even if water since table aside since that soil hasn't been compacted Correct. As long as the rest of it, since it's essentially fresh soil, mm -hmm. it's going to absorb a lot more water. It's going to retain it. It's going to sit there next to the house, next to the foundation, yep. and has a much higher chance of uh, of leaking into the house. Yep, and if you're either not sealed off well enough for it to continue to percolate down below your foundation, it's going to come in. Or if you don't have a pump to get rid of it before it comes in, 
those are the reasons. Gotcha. Well, we put out on social media to see if there were any questions. Did we have any questions come through? From all the news coverage that has been pushed out recently about all the runoff that's going to happen and the flooding, is it accurate from what you've heard? Ooh, good question. Is the hype, does the hype that the news is putting on this match the reality of what's happening? Oh, yeah. I don't think we've seen what's yet to come for sure. You know, that's been my experience. It feels like the news outlets are really just trying to warn people. They're trying to get as proactive as possible. And I don't really think that it's hype. I think they're trying to be the people that are sounding the warning saying, hey, look, you see all the footage of like the flooding from the 80s and stuff like that. They're like, hey, look, yes, the snow, the records, all this is amazing, but there are going to be consequences and you need to prepare your homes for this. Which brings me back to something I forgot to ask when you were talking about the runoff. I've always kind of thought about this in two ways. You've got runoff, which I think of as on the surface, Mm -hmm. right? So you've got like surface flooding that you might experience. Um, But then I also am thinking of the water leaching into the ground or absorbing into the ground. And that's what's causing the water tables to rise. Um, So, but then you brought up that. so, So I was thinking of it as, as two different things where you've got preparation from the runoff. So if you've got like, go out to your house and pay attention to the slope of the, the lot, the concrete surfaces, if anything is sloping towards will what not wheel wells uh window wells and things Mm -hmm. like that you might want to put some sandbags or something to divert the water from going to those spots that would naturally collect it but i never thought about um how the water would if it's a new construction how that soil hasn't compacted as well and that could cause issues as well so the runoff can cause issues from the the that absorbing into the soil as well so oh, for sure and even new construction that's that's going to be the the quickest water that comes down but it takes you know several years i mean as far as um soil grades go they say it's seven years before it's even close to to be in the same as um natural soil or undisturbed and it can be even longer than that so i mean even homes that are older right around your home is the most susceptible for water to come in for sure. Gotcha. Well, this has been a great conversation. Thanks so much for joining me today. Um, if you guys have questions or comments, feel free to, uh, you know, message us wherever you're seeing this thing done. If you want to learn more about any hour services, visit any com. I've been your host, Mike Wilson. You've been listening to in the house. See ya. Oh, I missed the button. <laughs>